With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Coming to you since 1997 on KKUP Radio with over 250 guests and still going strong in their 12th year of weekly broadcasting, the International Taz and Paula Show brings to you expansive, engaging, and groundbreaking intensity on radio and now on the Internet airwaves today. Listen live every Thursday or visit Embracing Mother Earth's archives, exclusive articles, Ask questions and receive actual answers from guests anytime at TazAndPaulaShow.com. Taz and Paula's special guests are experts coming from all walks of life, energizing our lives with a passion that inspires and teaches us with each of their compelling personal life journeys, with roots from ancient wisdom and bridging it with modern science. We hope today's show touches the wisdom of your heart. And now... Taz and Paula. Well, here we are without a guest. Oh, she's popping in really quick. Oh, oh she is? Okay. Go ahead and we'll start announcing her. Okay. Deborah? Rosman, Ph.D. of Boulder Creek, California, is a psychologist with over 30 years of experience as a business executive, educator, author, and researcher in the psychology of consciousness. This award-winning author has multiple titles and sparks the steps of many individuals simply by helping them to remember it's more than okay to relax in situations communicate from the heart, and allow the breath to calm one and lead the way. You are now listening to the International Taz and Paula Show, and I'm Paula. And I'm Taz. Deborah Rosman admits life is stressful and challenging at times, but those opportunities are here to redirect our feet into a brand new era by planning, laughing, and joyfully knowing that it can be done and that others are by our sides to assist. And we certainly need to remember to ask as we are recreating an entire new world. How exciting is that? Deborah has written eight books, including the award-winning Mediating with Children and co-authored with HeartMath founder Doc Childry's Transforming Series, Transforming Anger, Transforming Stress, Transforming Anxiety, and Transforming Depression. She is president and co-CEO of Quantum Intact Inc., doing business at HeartMath Inc., which is the HeartMath company that developed and manufactures the M-Wave desktop and M-Wave 2 heart rhythm coherence feedback technology. And Deborah Rosman also serves on the Institute of HeartMath Scientific Advisory Board and Global Coherence Initiative Steering Committee and is a key spokeswoman for the HeartMath system giving interviews and keynote addresses around the world. Well, Deborah, we're really lucky to have you with us today, and we can't wait to get uh, started. Well, well, thank you. I'm delighted to be here. really appreciate the work you do. Thank you. Well, you know what? We are last, what was the last week we uh, interviewed with Greg Braden, and we just were so excited and so happy to have you with us today because we can kind of continue this this informing others how to how to reignite resilience within these challenging times and so you you really have a pathway here to uh walk on well now, how did you go ahead and say, how did you get involved with heart math 
Well, I, gosh, it's been so many years. HeartMath was actually started in 1990, and I've been with HeartMath since before the beginning when Doc Childry, uh, the the founder, spoke with a number of us who are here in California about his views and understandings of what he called heart intelligence and how the heart is really far more powerful than we have given it credit for. Yes, it's spiritually been always known as the center of love and care and power and, you know, sayings like put your heart into it, that type of thing. But physiologically, to be able to harness the physiological power of our heart to access our deeper intuitive intelligence, that was new for me. And so when he invited me, I was a psychologist and had written books on meditating with children, and I was running some small businesses. And when he invited me to research this heart intelligence, I just jumped at the opportunity because I knew that life's fulfillment was something about the heart as a long-term meditator, and to understand what that was was something compelling to me. Well, you've come a long way since you first started with heart math. I mean, I can see so many things developing. Absolutely. Well, the story is very exciting because there were about 30 of us who started the Research Institute of Heart Math and started looking with the correlates of emotion and spirit in physical heart rhythms and uh, looked at EKGs, looked at brain waves, looked at all sorts of biofeedback, and we found it was in the rhythmic beating of the heart heart rate variability is what it was called, that you could see emotional state change. And that started a whole series of training programs for stress management, building resilience, understanding then how the heart talks to the brain. And the heart is a key driver in resilience and in stress management. And really being able to develop techniques and map that out as a pathway, as you said, whereas people can systematically learn methods, techniques to smooth their heart rhythms, listen to their heart, follow their heart, and be able to come more into who they really are. It's been a rewarding journey these 20 years. I'm backed by science and assessments and now technology, and we just want to share it with the world because people need all the help they can get these days. Well, there's more to the heart than just the normal heartbeat. I mean, there's what I read was something in between the heartbeat. Yes, you know, when you get a heart rate reading, like you take your pulse or you go to the doctor and he says your heart rate's 60 beats per minute, say, or 70 beats per minute, that's an average. Really, and of course ancient Chinese medicine knows this too, um, that the heart rate is changing with every beat. And so you might start at 60 to 80 to 65 to 75, and over a minute of time it averages out to 62 or 70 or whatever the average is. But if you plot those beat-to-beat heart rate changes, speed up, slow down, speed up, slow down, you find that when you're stressed, frustrated, anxious, angry, depressed, stressed, stressful emotion, because, you know, we talk about stress, but it's not stress unless you feel it that way, and if you feel stressed, and so it's all in the emotional system. That creates a really jagged earthquake-like looking pattern in the heart rate variability. And when you're feeling love, care, compassion, genuine kindness, genuine gratitude, appreciation, those B2B changes smooth out and become very harmonious, very regular, very sine wave-like, and that's called a coherent waveform. And it starts in whatever your heart rhythm pattern is doing, it's sending messages through the vagal nerve to the brain telling the brain how the body feels. So when you're stressed, the brain goes into fight-flight, it shuts down the higher cortical functions, you can't think as clearly, you say things you later regret, you feel crummy, because your body's going into a self-defense mode. And that drains your energy. It drains the resilience that you may have built from exercise or meditation when you have those kind of stress reactions that keep going on and on. And they debilitate us, and that's what keeps draining people who are on spiritual or personal growth paths and don't feel they're getting as far ahead as they'd like because they're not able to self-regulate this heart rhythm or this emotional stress pattern. And so we have techniques that are designed specifically for that 
And as you learn how to recognize the feeling of stress when it comes on, or as it's draining you, you can learn to turn that around through the power of your heart rhythm shift. And as you do that, you start to feel different. The brain perceives different. And you have more access to your own intuitive guidance for what you need to do about the stressful issue or anything else in your life. That creates resilience. That's the bounce back. That's the real physiological bounce back that resilience talks about. And it, you also accumulate this resilience energy. It's not just an attitude. It's actually an energy that can accumulate in your system just like stress can accumulate. And then it gives you more of a buffer when other situations come up that normally would trigger you into that stress reaction, now you have that buffer and you're able to ride the wave instead of being engulfed in the undertow. So you can actually see the bouncing back on the machines and everything. It's uh, it's a, a feedback that you can really view that pe- when people go through this process. Yes. Absolutely, and that's what's so exciting because it makes it real to you like this is not just a visualization or a hope it's working. This is like, wow, look at that. My heart is really changing, my heart rate variability. You can see it in real time, and that's what the M-Wave or the technology, we now have it called Inner Balance for your iPhone or iPad, an app, and it has a little sensor you clip onto your earlobe, that takes your pulse and converts it into heart rate variability, and then the algorithm converts it into how much synchroniz- <coughs> excuse me, synchronization or coherence is in that heart rhythm. And it gives you training, little techniques you use, so in real time you can watch the shift and you develop that internal reference of feeling, oh, this is what I did. This is how it works. So you build that empowerment and that resilience. Do you actually see, um, I, I'm thinking... Uh, okay, you have a machine before you, and um, you can actually see your heart um, be altered, or you're you're altering the heart. Right. Uh, does the machine help to alter the heart? I mean, is there a certain brain, or is there certain ways that the machine can also give you to assist you, or is this done strictly by an individual? Well, it's a feedback loop. The machine isn't putting out any vibes <clears throat> or waves, but what's happening is you hear the audio tone of when you're, there's red, blue, green. Red means you're not in coherence or sync. Blue means you're partly there, and green means you're in the zone. You are there. You're in that heart coherence. And then there's four challenge levels of green, so you can keep improving it. And the machine's feedback showing you is what helps you refine and make those internal adjustments with the heart math techniques, quick coherence or the heart lock-in technique that we teach, so that you can keep improving with the feedback. So it's a feedback loop between you and the machine, but the machine isn't doing anything other than displaying or giving you an audio tone of what's going on inside you so you can make those adjustments. Does someone have to take a training uh, to be able to use the machine, or can... You just buy the machine and learn. The training comes with the machine. You can just buy the machine, and there's instructions right there and the techniques right there. And then, of course, there's more training we have available for really getting good at this, you know. But you can, we have little ebooks that go with it. Like there's an ebook for how you use this for stopping stress eating. And there's one on how do you use this to enhance meditation, meditation assistant. And there's one on how do you use this to be able to improve sleep and change your sleep rhythm so that you can sleep better. Oh, I need that. Stress insomnia. <laughs> you were laughing at that one. Did that one hit home? <laughs> I yes. was going to say, that's really awesome, I mean, to be able to change sleep patterns too, you know, um, yes. preparing people in advance. Exactly, because it's all in the rhythm. What's happening to most of us these days, because there's a lot of new energies on the planet and a lot of stress waves, is that it disrupts our, our, our natural rhythms with our metabolic rhythm, our cortisol rhythm, our sleep rhythm, and our hormonal rhythms. And we can take supplements, we can do all sorts of things, but the heart rhythm is the master controller. I mean, it is the rest of the body's rhythms dance to the beat of the heart rhythm. So when your heart rhythm is constantly stressed, it keeps everything else out of whack. 
when you can get that into that harmonic state, it brings everything else into alignment. The, the hormonal rhythms, the gut rhythms, the brain rhythms, the you know the uh, metabolic and uh, sleep rhythms, and you come back to more of your natural rhythm, and then you build your resilience to hold that rhythm in the face of stressors. That's the power and intelligence of the heart. Mm. Wow. Well, this, I think this is. Uh, the, uh, do corporations have you come in and, and work with their people? They do. You know, um, we do it in several ways. One is we train trainers within the company so that they can send a trainer to the HeartMath Institute and they go through a four-day resilience advantage training program. They get certified and they go back to their company or their hospital. We work a lot of hospital systems that want this for their nurses who are so stressed out and their doctors. And then they go back and they train the employees and the staff. That's one way. We also have a program where, uh, like GlaxoSmithKline, can you believe a drug company, is using (laughs) our five-week online training program with the M-Wave machine that they give to their employees for stress management, and we are their stress management program. And people can use this, and there's pre- and post-assessments that show the changes, like in six to nine weeks, if people just practice a few minutes a day, and it's directly related to practice, They're kind of resetting their baseline. They're resetting their stress response. And we see an average 30% improvement in sleep, 40% reduction in anxiety, 60% improvement reduction in depression, and a host of other changes in terms of communication skills because people are back to who they are. They're back in charge of themselves. They're back in the flow. And it's phenomenal, the results, and that's correlated to reduced health care costs, increased productivity. The problem is a lot of companies want this, but they're so focused on their own short-term goals and their own challenges, and they're so stressed out they don't always bring in what can solve the stress. But that those are the two ways the companies engage with us right now, or some of them just buy the machines and give them to all their people or make them available through their EAP like Microsoft does. Um, But it's just catching on because it's really a paradigm shift for people to say, it's in the heart that I can learn to self-regulate my resilience and my stress and my perspectives of life. And that affects my brain. And we're just launching, in fact, for um, this week and for Heart Month, our new Heart Mass brain fitness program using the machines of how you can actually improve memory, attention, focus, and mental clarity. And four or five heart math techniques that you can use with the inner balance machine on your iPhone or iPad. It's an app you download from iTunes. And then you purchase the inner balance sensor. Or on your M-Wave. So would this this, uh, help um, Alzheimer's or... um, Dementia, do you think? You know, there haven't been any studies on that specifically, um, except indirectly where they recently came out with a study saying that stress, too much stress has been correlated with more dementia. So obviously if you're finding ways to help people reset their response to stress and relieve their stress, that should help. But we haven't done any studies like we have on the others I mentioned in terms of sleep and anxiety and depression and blood pressure and arrhythmias and a lot of other things for me to be able to say as a scientist that it would do that. Well, it would certainly help creativity. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I can see this working with children and... Have have you had many children that you work with uh, with these... Um, machines? Yes. In fact, HeartMath, Heart training program called HeartSmarts, along with the um, M-Wave machines or devices, especially the uh, computer-based version called the M-Wave Pro, which has games that operate on your coherence level. So the children or adults are training themselves by playing games that only move, only work, once you're in the blue, partly there, so it's encouraging all the way, and then they work faster and better when you're in the green. So it's a whole training thing through games Ooh. 
that's on oh, that computer wow. version. And we're, it's heart math programs have been used in over a thousand schools, from preschool to college. Hey, and you... parents get it for their kids. They get in their hearts really easily. They just get out really easy. You know, and they're emotionally volatile at times, or emotionally in and out, as we know, until they learn basic self-management. And that's not repression. And so this technology really helps them manage, learn that, you know, how to come be more their real self, their their more mature emotional self. Wow, so if you're, I stressed, I, if you're stressed about a, taking exams and that kind of thing, I can imagine uh, developing well, I have a... a friend that has, yeah, I have a friend that has teenage daughters, and mm-hmm. they have so many activities going on. They are so stressed. I mean, if you look at them crossways, cross-eyed, they'll start crying. I mean, I could see the stress in her daughters, and this I'm going to uh, mention this she, to help her daughters. Absolutely. The pressure on kids these days, either from the home or from the school or society or both, it's like stress has become a norm, and somehow we're thinking that's the way it should be, and it is so damaging to creativity, mental clarity, health. I mean, it's just... It sucks the juice out of that, and it, somehow we think that, as a society, that it's okay and not realize the consequences. And I'm not just talking about getting a cold. I mean, it, it's really the stress response shuts down your executive functions, your higher intelligence, your access to your larger intuition that is the source of creativity and fulfillment and understanding. And that's what we're doing to our kids. So we did a whole study. In fact, the U.S. Department of Education funded the Institute of Heart Math study with 10th graders. And we had a control group and we had the experimental group, over 1,000 kids. And they were put on the heart rate variability, 24-hour Holter monitor beforehand to see what their baseline was and, and about three, four months later at the end of the study, and they used this M-Wave Pro computer-based program in their computer labs a couple times a week, and one of their teachers would lead them through the techniques. I mean, 15 minutes, that's all the schools could spare, and then there was a control group. But what happened is that it tremendously reduced trust anxiety. It improved test scores in math and in English, and it improved behavior and the psychological outcomes in terms of personal you know, ideation, all the behavioral measures, ability to get along with teachers, I mean, just a lot of them. And at the end of the period when we did the 24-hour Holter again to look at the heart rate variability pattern over time, they had more natural coherence appearing in their heart rhythms even when they weren't using a technique. That's phenomenal. That should be in every school required. Not because it's heart math, because that's how the body works. And um, it's been hard to get through the noise, you know, and say, hey, this is what can improve test scores, test anxiety. Kids come to school emotionally unprepared to learn, and nobody's addressing what's going on inside them. What a juicy jewel. (laughs) That's incredible. I mean, it must be exciting for the kids to see this. Uh, you know, have you, I mean, have, oh, no doubt you probably have seen the responses of children. Oh, I, I yeah. Mean, Tons of them. We have testimonials all over the heartmath.org website and newsletters. They say, you know, bullying is a huge issue. They're able to manage that. They're able to, they just see from a different perspective. They're able to manage their own frustration and anger. I mean, I, it's totally heartwarming and you know, I get up every morning and I go, wow, how do I help more people today? How do I get people to know they have this power within them and it's their own heart and help them activate it, you know, and help them know there's tools, techniques, and others have done it before them. It's scientifically validated. It's market validated, you know. I also, now, um, where you, wait, wait, uh, wait, Paula, wait a minute. I also see where people can apply for grants. Uh, for these programs, that's pretty awesome. The Institute of HeartMath, heartmath.org, has two scholarship funds. One's the Education Scholarship Fund, and that means some schools who can't afford to bring this in but want it can apply, 
And we have a military appreciation fund because there's so many veterans with PTSD. There's so much. We're doing a lot there that want this. There's veteran clinics that provide this to returning vets, and yet they don't have enough funding. And there's, you know, so they can apply to the military appreciation fund for Scott and be able to uh, get one. But that's totally grant dependent on people like you and your listeners donating to those funds. Now, I just had off wall, off the wall question. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of children are procrastinators, and the the parents have to mm-hmm. push them, and they keep putting things off. Uh, in a roundabout way, would this help that? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think that you have to look at what the cause of the procrastination is. And, you know, I got my master's in child psychology. It was a long time ago, I know. but And I've written books for children and meditating with children in years ago. It was a bestseller. But what I found in working with children is there's the type of procrastinator who just uses that time for their imagination and a little time to integrate the energies. They're like, um, parents, what are they pushing them towards? Are they allowing children? Children need rhythm, too. If children are always having to be on, studying, eating, you know, playing games, you know, you have to look at the rhythm of the child is what I'm trying to say. And sometimes that procrastination time is what we used to do when I was little is go outside and play imagination games. Sometimes it's just, you can say it's a real laziness, but I find that with these techniques and the technology, children get more, again, reset their natural rhythms and their natural motivation for what they love and enjoy and their work and their relationships can come into more balance. That's what we call it, inner balance, because that is what allows us to be creative and be expressive and all. So you really have to see is the procrastination due to kids needing some downtime because they're being pushed too hard and needing time to reset, or is it truly a laziness because, um, you know, they just don't want to do something you want them to do. And, again, giving them power to connect with their own heart and follow their heart and listen to their heart and get themselves in sync and in the flow to me, will unlock their natural drive. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, and you can use this actually for uh, sports, I mean, like golf and uh, Oh, other yeah. Types. We have a lot of golfers using this. Laird Small, who heads golf at Pebble Beach, you know, is a heart math trainer, and he works with it with uh, people he coaches. Uh, but we have a lot of people, master golf trainers, who work with the people they coach and professional golfers who have used it on the tour <clears throat> because you use it for what we call prep and reset. You know, you can't use it while you're playing golf. They don't allow you to have gadgets like that during, you know, while you're shooting. But to learn how to prep beforehand and then when you get stressed, you miss a shot and you get upset, how to reset quickly afterwards, that's critical for being able to be in the flow or in the zone for any sport. It's used by a lot of athletes. Is I know there any- because you get... Go ahead. I was going to say, is there anything that you have for people that um, where they can have an overview of what they, what they need uh, to maybe assess what they're doing or, you know just help them get started on all of this? Mm-hmm. Well, on the heartmath.org site, Jake put in stress and well-being. Search for that because I, I don't have the tab off my top of my head. There's a stress and well-being survey. It's a 72-question survey, and it makes recommendations based upon what you yourself say, but it helps you to actually look at the areas that you'd want to apply the heartmath tools and techniques to, to reset your stress response and to build and sustain you know, personal and social resilience. And so it would, you, know, you can use those tools and techniques with the technology or you just, people know what their basic ha- bad habits are, their basic triggers are. You can just get the inner balance. You can go to the heartmath.com website or heart.org and buy it and it will come with the instructions. And as you practice getting in heart coherence, that heart rhythm coherence state, it gives you more of your own direct intuitive guidance 
you get that of where you need to manage yourself better. You'll get your own guidance. That's the jewel. I would imagine you have a lot of heart patients that use this. There are quite a few. I mean, people with uh, various arrhythmias or congestive heart failure. I mean, yeah. I mean, I would say that about 20% of when we took a survey two years ago of our customers, their health professional referred them to us. And that could be higher now. I don't know because it was a couple years ago. But when you think about 80 to 90% of doctor's visits are for stress-related complaints, and chronic diseases really are exacerbated or even induced by too much stress. We look at diabetes, type 2 diabetes, and how much that's related to overweight and how much that's related to hypertension and high blood pressure. You know, if you can look at a stress habit that's formed behind a lot of people with these issues, and if you can address the stress habit, because these are all habits, triggers, ways we've learned to behave and respond to life, we're not bad for it. It's just that we haven't seen how to get ourselves out of it, and that's the beauty of the heart intelligence. Do you have any uh, stories of things that happened to people they didn't expect when they started this? Oh, oh, a lot of them. I mean, my goodness. Um, Proved communication. You know, a couple that was about to divorce that uh, was on the Dr. Phil show, and Dr. Phil called us and said, can you work with this couple on anger management? We were a resource for him, and I did, this is several years ago, I did some personal coaching. I gave them each an M-Wave, and I said, okay, I taught them each how to use it and get in the green, gave them the Transforming Anger book that I wrote, and they each had one, and we went through the exercises in the book each week. And I, did, and I said, you can't talk to each other. I mean, you can't have a, other than, you know, a communication about what's going on until you're both in the green on the Amway. And that just transformed their lives. You know, they were back in love. Their kids were doing better. Their kids thought their parents were crazy. Now they're all connected as a family. The mother became a heart math trainer. I mean, it's a total turnaround. And that's just one of thousands of stories as you can imagine that happen when people learn how to communicate and connect from the heart first connect with their own heart and then connect with others at the heart level now has anyone uh, after they've worked with the machine um, started something really creative like painting or something that they didn't even know that they had within Mm. themselves well, I've certainly heard a lot of stories of people as they worked with it getting in touch with their heart's desire, their heart's sense of blueprint or direction, and some of them became teachers or volunteered. Um, some became writers. I have heard of that. I think you have to look at it. And there's so many stories I couldn't even tell you all of them. Um, what you're really doing here when you connect with the heart in that way because what, what gets you into that coherent rhythm this is a really important point isn't just breathing it's breathing and activating a positive emotion in a moment even if you don't feel it the attitude of love or gratitude or appreciation or care or compassion or kindness or forgiveness all of those qualities of spirit qualities of the Heart are what bring our heart rhythms into that smooth, harmonious, convergent state. So as you're working with the machine and practicing shifting to attitudes and feelings of gratitude or compassion or forgiveness, it opens up your connection with who you really are, your own heart's guidance and your own heart's soul's blueprint. And it's going to get that inspiration to, wow, you know, I really feel like I'm ready to go to the gym and exercise to that, or, you know, I would love to start writing, you know, or playing more music, or whatever your heart's purpose is, you connect with it. Deborah, what was it like when you um, stepped into this research? Is there any particular aspect that that you can remember back that really... um, that you were maybe so surprised in the research that you didn't anticipate what was going to be 
uh, taking place? I think there were a couple things that really surprised me or that I didn't know, but it made total sense afterwards, right? One was how much the heart controls the brain. I mean, we keep taught that the brain controls the heart. And I had no idea that 90% of the nerves going between the heart and the brain are the heart telling the brain what to do, not the other way around. And that the brain is really this pattern-matching, incredible computer that stores memory, it stores pattern, it activates pattern. And that the heart's input to the brain is really where our spirit and soul connect with our body. And so it's really giving a lot of direction if we open that channel. I knew that intuitively. I felt that from my meditation. But to see that in the research blew my mind. So well, the, an- ancient, the ancients always believed that. Yeah. But when you see it, it's just like seeing in the machine going, oh, my God, there it is. It is so empowering. It takes it into the street. You know, like Doc Childry, our founder, says it takes sky to street. The other thing was was how our research and intuition using brainwave feedback and brain, you know, EKG and EEG and all the different types of things would hook people up was then the computer in this study would select random pictures like gory ones, horrible bloody accidents, and then beautiful ones like bunny rabbits and nature pictures. And you never knew which one the computer was going to randomly choose. It was on random. And the person, the subject, was all hooked up, you know, all these sensors. And the heart rhythm changed. It knew whether it was going to be a gory picture or a lovely picture. Before, before the computer randomly decided which picture to show. Now, that's like, whoa. Wow. That's wow. non-local quantum stuff, right? Yeah. But it helped explain how these nonlinear or other dimensions can communicate with the human body in this physical dimension. You know, how the quantum field or these higher dimensional states can translate, and it's the hardest, the main access point. Well, that reminds me of the machine machine that um, uh, Greg Braden was talking about that was in New York, and it started to uh, uh, have some, uh, that there was something off before 9-11. That's right. Greg was talking about the random number generators that uh, we have one here at our research lab that Roger Nelson of the Global Consciousness Project started at Princeton years ago. And fascinating data, whereas there's, you know, 100 throughout the world at different labs, and they're all connected through Roger's website. And you get to see the collective randomnicity. And right before 9-11, they all lost their randomnicity in a statistically significant amount. And it was actually a little bit before the tax happened. So something in the Earth's fields energetically had that same global heart response before the attacks, and then it really peaked and continued after the attacks, and it's quite an incredible graph to look at. And at the same time, so that's the, the quantum stuff, but at the same time there were no you know, national oceanic um, weather satellites, two measuring the Earth's weather on either side of the Earth, and they went out of whack right at 9-11, right at the time of the Twin Towers coming down which shows there's a huge disturbance in the Earth's field. And there have been other random number generator changes on Global Peace Day when there's mass collective emotion. It can affect the Earth's fields in some way, at least in this random stuff. And that's part of why Greg is part of, he's also a steering committee of the Global Coherence Initiative that HeartMath sponsors where we're installing 60 ultra-sensitive magnetic field detectors, I mean 13 of them, uh, throughout the planet to detect changes in the Earth's fields and how that affects human heart rhythms and brain waves. But the idea is that as people put out more compassion and care and love as a mass collective, we can interact 
the Earth feels like a giant M wave and really get more coherent as a collective humanity. And what what the point I'm making here that the connecting the random number generators to that is that Roger Nelson's found that global peace day, acts of compassion, you know, when we're collectively loving and feeling compassion like Princess Diana's funeral has an even more powerful effect than the days of terrorism, global fear. I like that because it's just like love and positive emotion is more powerful than fear and negativity, and that gives us a lot of hope as we explore the Global Coherence Initiative. So the heart, I mean, the the, the earth itself has heart, I mean, and we're all connected, it sounds like. Exactly right. In fact, the magnetic field waves at the core of the Earth, the Earth's geomagnetic field, those resonances that it puts out, the frequencies, overlap the same frequencies as the human cardiovascular frequencies, the human heart rhythms, including the coherent rhythm. And the ionosphere that surrounds the planet, which protects us from solar winds and has resonances, some people may have heard of the Schumann resonance, it has frequencies. And they are overlapping the human brain waves. So it's like the ionosphere is Mother Earth's brain, and the analogy would be on the core of the Earth emanating the magnetic field is is the heart, and we're part of that. Do you think all the electrical equipment that we have interferes? It certainly creates a lot of waves and energies and interferes with some things, I'm sure. Um, I don't know enough about that to be able to comment much on it. Well, it's just, you know, you can think so much clearer when you're, like, out in the nature away from all the electrical interference. I find that, too, but I don't know how much that's due to the pure heart energy that nat- in resonances that nature puts out. You know, it's incredible. Like, you know, as soon as you feel stressed and you go take that walk on the woods or walk on the beach and you feel uplifted, you know, that's part of your heart rhythms, your heart energy connecting and resonating with, the, you know, nature. And nature is naturally tuned to that coherent heart rhythm, that 0.1 hertz of that coherent rhythm. And that's an important point because when we're in nature, we tend to be more coherent and as we put out more heart coherence and resonate with nature as humanity, we couple with the Earth's fields. Uh, one research project I think you'd find interesting is that when we had two, two people up who were standing next to each other, not even touching, the pattern of one person's heart rhythm showed up exactly that same pattern in the other person's brainwave. So we are energetically communicating how we feel consciously or unconsciously, to each other all the time. And I think, given how many people are stressed out at work or on the, watching TV and all those stress waves, I think that affects us actually as much, if not more, than whatever electromagnetic energy is coming off our electronic devices. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. We're more connected than we ever thought we were. Exactly right. Uh, do people have access to the research library so that they can investigate further with all of this? Absolutely. They just need to go to the HeartMath website and click on Research. And they'll have, see all the research reports. And They can go to the Global Coherence website, too, which is a different website than HeartMath.org or HeartMath.com. It's glcoherence.org. And they can see all the research on the random number generators and the global coherence research on how the sun's energies and solar flares are affecting us and see the sites, the sensor sites we have already installed, real live data from those sites coming in. We don't know what it all means yet, but it's interesting to look at it. So there's plenty. If you click on research, you can get to all these other areas, too. Okay. What... Now you're going to be um at a special event and I'm and I think it was in March or something. It's upcoming, is that is that correct? Well, in April, 
Uh, Greg Braden and I are giving back-to-back workshops on resilience and his new book on resilience and then the Resilience Advantage workshop that I'm giving of these heart math techniques and tools and that I've been talking about that you use with or without the technology, the tools will work. But when you use it with the machine, they work faster because you're refining your process. And uh, people are welcome to come to either of our programs or both uh, in April. And um, I believe those dates are April 26th and 27th. Let me look it up. Uh, yes, Saturday and Sunday in Sedona. Arizona, and um, but people can purchase the technology and an ebook for enhancing meditation with it, or better sleep, or heart brain fitness, or stopping emotional eating, or whatever they like to use it with, or just the technology with the instructions by itself. They can go to the HeartMath uh, website and order it and uh, start working with it beforehand, and then we can go deeper at the workshop. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I suspect you'll have some tools there that people can experience. Is that correct? Oh, that's what it will. There'll be several, a whole day long of these scientifically validated techniques to build resilience, improve health and well-being and performance. They'll learn more about the research, and they'll be actually walking through and learning prep and reset techniques, the inner ease technique, and heart mapping a plan to integrate these resilience skills in their daily routines. It'll be very hands-on. Hmm. Wow. So, so is the um, the workshops on your website as well as Greg? Uh, I don't think it's yet up on our website. It's being sponsored by um, a sponsor in Arizona, and uh, it may it should be up soon. And I think if you ask Lori, she can give you the information so you can post it. I mean, it, and or it, it's probably on Greg's website already. I. There's so much going on, I can't keep track of it all. <laughs> I, I tried to you have the machine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just use that and stay in ease and peace, and, and the rest will figure itself out. Good. Well, I mean, at least we know, you know, and we can help post everything for you as well. And uh, this is so exciting. I mean, it is really what about music research? What have they found on any of this here with with music, there was a music research study using the M wave uh, some years ago. I believe it was at some university in Texas. And what they found—I mean, there are several music research studies—and what they found in one of them is it just gave people more connection, or they got more in the flow or in the zone, just like with sports, and improved their connection with their art. The other study was. You know, people listening to four different types of music, and you know, it, it all—it's so subjective because if there's music you love and resonate with, it's more likely to get you in synchronization and coherence. You know, so some people love classical, some love, you know, certain types of pop music. But we found that some of the real chaotic music, whether you liked it or not, affected your heart rhythms in a stressful way. So nothing surprising, right? Yeah, well, you can actually feel that when, yeah. when erratic uh, music takes place, and you go, "Oh, let me right. let me change the channel." Right. Uh, you know. But I'm thinking also, um, there's, gosh, I don't remember what um, program was put out, and I think I was so so pleasantly surprised. One was done to. Um, uh, productivity, like Bach or Beethoven, or the music actually allowed you to think better while you were, you know, um, working. And uh, one for um, just uh, thinking, <laughs> just for thinking. Yeah, what? no, uh, there's a lot. Again, there's been some studies with Mozart, you know, for mental clarity. I, music is transmitting frequencies. It's all frequencies and energies. It's how we receive it and what it does to us. And at the same time, what's even more important from what we found in our research is you can surround yourself with beautiful music, with aromatherapy, with a natural environment, but it's what you're putting out. It's what you're feeding the field, as we say, that counts. You know, like and that feeding the field, yes. Right, and it's what you're doing, feeding the field when things aren't so rosy. That makes a huge difference. 
Well, I know um, when you get stressed out, uh, like, for example, if you're lost, mm-hmm, it right. seems like the more stressed you get, the more lost you get. <laughs> exactly right. You know, You know when you get a piece of jewelry all tangled up, and there's no way to untangle it except to kind of ease into a flow and kind of relax it around until it untangles. I think we all learn that. But that's the same with our own emotions, too. Or when we get lost, there's no... We block the clarity or the intuitive, the flow that can allow us to regain our composure and our direction when we're stressed. Mm. So, anything so in particular that you would like to share with us that we haven't touched upon? Um, I know what you're what you're doing is so expansive. So, mm. yeah, I think I'd like to just take it back to the practical day to day to the street because that's where we all find our joy or our misery <laughs> is how we handle those challenging situations that come up, and there's so many for most of us these days, you know, whether we're children or adults, there's just a lot going on, and there's a kind of stress momentum in the atmosphere, whether it's financial or political, it's economic, or, you know, uncertain about the future, where are things going, what's the world coming to? All of these we have emotional responses to. Even if we repress it, it's still going on underneath and inside ourselves. And So my heart wish for everybody is that you don't want to deny that. You don't want to stick your head in the sand. You don't have to, but you can learn how to regulate and get back in sync with yourself so you can move through your day-to-day with more grace, with more poise, with more ease, and make more of a difference in your life for your health and well-being and for your family and for society. And that's truly what HeartMath's mission is about, is to facilitate you in doing that. So that's what I'd really like to offer in service, because that's why we're doing what we do at HeartMath. It's our best way we know to serve, is to invite people to try one of our books, one of our products, one of our free services, come to the websites. We're always trying to improve them. And try a heart math tool, you know, because you may be doing something similar already. Get the technology, because then you get to see what you're doing and how effective it is, or how to improve it. Or some people may want to become a heart math trainer. We've got a trainer certification program, and we have a heart math interventions program for health professionals who want to integrate it in their practice. And we have a heart math coaching program for people who want to become a a heart math coach. Lots of ways if this if your heart's called to this that you can share it. And if you want to learn more, we also have a online personal development program called Heart Mastery that you can take for a week, a month or a year. So there's lots of ways Ooh. to engage. And I just want to invite people to come explore. So they can just get on heartmath.com. Right. Is it heartmath.com or heartmath.org? There's two different websites, and either one can help facilitate them and lead them to the other. Heartmath.org is the Institute of HeartMath, where the research and education programs we do in schools and with the military and all the research and all the underserved populations. And there's the heartmath.com, which is where we work with corporations and offer the HeartMath Coaching Program and the HeartMath Certified Training Program. And there's overlap between the two websites. You can order the technology from either website. Well, this is, I, I don't know, when I, when I think about this, I, it makes me so happy inside to think that it's available for families and children because they are, they are the base of our future mm-hmm. and be able to to stimulate a pleasant growth <laughs> um, and, and an opportunity to be able to allow them to really um, feel good about themselves and right. and families right now are you know they're they're uh, one foot in the one foot in the work world and one foot at home and and um and it's hard to be on that fence, especially when you see children 
you be stressed out and and to be able to assist in that I just I, I feel like jumping up and down every time <laughs> I think about it. I hear you, me too, and just appreciate you helping spread the word because it's you know, it's hard to get through the noise when you're a small company and yet you've got all this incredible stuff and you're wanting to give it to people, and so few know about it or even know it's possible. And remember, when people help themselves, they help everyone around them. That's right. Yeah. Well, it just, you know, there, you know, you can always give a donation, and there's grants available uh, for different things, and... Um, I see something here. What's what is it when it says adopt a scientist? What does that mean? Oh, adopt a scientist. That was a fundraising campaign that we're doing through the Global Coherence Initiative, and that's part of the Institute of Heart Mass Research Initiative. We're getting all this incredible data from the Earth Monitoring System, and we have you know supercomputers that. Uh, NASA's providing and is involved in helping us analyze it. But we need to hire some astrophysicists, some people who can help really analyze the patterns in this data. And so Adopt-A-Scientist is a fundraising campaign so that we can afford to do that, afford to pay them. And we have a few people who are working now in that capacity, but we need to have more of their time. They're doing it as, you know, part-time. And so this is allow this is our fundraising goal to allow us to really get the researchers we need to find out what is happening in in how the sun and the ionosphere are interacting with human emotion and the earth's fields are responding. Deborah, do you have a a book that's about ready to pop or a, <laughs> and that you've been working on or or um um well, yes, the heart math brain fitness program is about ready to pop. Dr. Roland McCready, the director of research, and myself, the psychologist, we wrote it. And it's all the heart math research on mental clarity and brain fitness using the power and intelligence of the heart. It has the studies we did with children, some of them in there. But it has a step-by-step program of how to use the M-wave or the inner balance with four different heart math techniques to improve your brain fitness. And that's about ready to pop. And you'll hear about people can come to our website, sign up, and they'll get the announcements on it uh, later this week or next week. When will it be for all ages. It'll be launched this week officially, and there will be a lot of emails going out. Oh, fantastic. Wow. And that's for all ages, right? Oh, yes. Yes, of course. It's for adults to read, but it's useful for all ages, absolutely. Where do you get the time? Well, that's the prioritization. It's not a big, long book. You just have to get the machine. That's the investment. And then read the book and start practicing. It's really only a few minutes a day. The beauty of a lot of these techniques, and I'd like to say, is not like you have to spend 20 minutes a day, you know, trying to calm your mind in meditation, or you know, which a lot of people want to do but have a hard time doing or do but doesn't don't find that rewarding. This helps take you to that point zero, that still place, and to that connection with the textures of your heart very quickly. And then from there, the techniques help you synchronize your brain and waves and help facilitate the outcomes you want. And so it only takes a few minutes a day, five minutes, twice a day even, and you'll start to notice a big difference. Wow, that's not well, much. Thank that's- you so we thank you so much for being with us today. Uh, there's been a lot of knowledge that's being shared here. So um, we thank you, and I'm sure our listeners thank you. Well, you're very welcome, and I just want your listeners to know how much I understand and have compassion for the challenges everybody are going for, they're going through, and how much I appreciate them. We're all here on this planet at this time to grow, to serve, to discover more of who we are in each other, and Everybody deserves that appreciation and that love, and I just want to put some of that out to everyone. Yeah, thanks for playing with us and rolling in the in in the joyfulness of, of being able to help people uh, have a smile on their faces and a smile on their heart. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, you so want everybody- much for what you're doing. 
We want everybody to know we've been uh, talking to Deborah Rosman from Heart Math. So uh, have a great day, and uh, we'll have to have you back again. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.